0: Alright Ash, alright, easy, easy oh, yeah. Good times. Hey everybody, this is Ranger Martin from the Dinosaur Experience. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast. I hope you find it of interest. And if you do, tell all your friends, make sure you subscribe, because there's gonna be a lot more from where this came from. Let's get straight into today's show. We knew it was coming, and last night, just before the Super Bowl, the Jurassic World Dominion trailer dropped onto our screens. And boy, is it exciting. So what I thought I'd do, I'd run through the actual uh, trailer um, and talk you through it, and we can look at some of the things uh, that were in there. We can see um, some of our old favourites, some new dinosaurs that have been introduced, which is really exciting, some new characters. So let's go through it, and I'll talk you through what happens. Opening scene, we start with Owen on horseback, and it seems to be that he's with some others, and they're rounding up a herd of Parasaurolophus. Now, they're in the snow. So that tells us maybe they're somewhere up north in the US or maybe Canada. But they're definitely out in the open and they seem to be rounding up these dinosaurs. We then switch to the next scene. It looks like an Apotosaurus and he's stumbled what appears to be a construction yard. Now, this kind of tells us something. It tells us that the dinosaurs may be becoming a nuisance to the human population. He's not there on purpose. This dinosaur, this Apodosaurus, has found his way into this construction yard. And the, and the workers around him, they've all got their phones out and they're taking videos of him. So it's not a natural occurrence. Okay, This is something that the, the storyline is telling us. This isn't normal. We then get to see our first images of Blue, our favourite Velociraptor from all the other movies. Now, here's the thing about it. Within seconds, we find out that she's got a baby with her. A baby Velociraptor. And that leads to the next scene where Owen greets Blue. And it appears that Blue's a little bit unsure of trusting him. There's been some time between the last movie and this one, probably a few years... Um, And in the background there, behind them, we can see there's a log cabin. Now, that log cabin, it looks very similar to the one that Owen was building in the movie Fallen Kingdom, when he was first recruited to go and help um, capture the dinosaurs. Now, thinking about that, that tells us the plot of the story one of two things. Could it be that Blue has tracked down Owen and where he lives? That's a possibility or is it that Owen has brought Blue to where he lives? You know that, That's quite possible. We know that it's in the middle of nowhere, it's in a large forested area by a lake, it'd be a great place to keep a dinosaur if you were trying to keep it hidden. So that's one of the things, because of the, the log cabin in the background, it looks very similar if it's not the exact one that Owen was building in that movie. We now switch... To a scene of a Mosasaurus, a giant Mosasaurus, jumping out of the water and it's attacking a fishing vessel. Again, this is telling us the storyline of how the dinosaurs are becoming nuisances to humans. Yeah, This is not natural, this is not something that humans wanted to happen. So it sounds like these dinosaurs are are getting out there in the human population and causing problems. We now go to the T-Rex scene at the cinema that we've seen previously in the movie prologue that came out about a month ago or two months ago. Again, more evidence that these dinosaurs are causing problems for humans on Earth. It's a nature thing. Nature is, is basically pushing the humans away and the dinosaurs are taking over. Our next scene is super exciting. We're now reintroduced to some fan favourites that we haven't seen working together since the Jurassic Park 3 movie. We've got Ellie Sattler and Alan Grant. And we learn from this clip that Ellie has called on the expertise of Alan uh, for some help in an undisclosed mission. Really exciting there. If you have a look uh, around the actual scene, you'll see some clues there. There's an old photograph from the Jurassic Park movie, the original movie when you saw him taking a picture. That's actually stuck on the side of her tent there that you can see. The next scene, it shows another fan favourite, Claire. Now, Claire's in trouble. She's crawling to get away from a therizonosaurus. This is our first glimpse now of this Therizonosaurus, and it's a feathered dinosaur. It's the first one that's been included in a Jurassic movie. Now this is showing us that Hollywood's attempting to portray dinosaurs as we now know that they really were. Unfortunately, they already have their established dinos like Blue, uh, and we know that Velociraptors were nothing like Blue character, but it does show us that Hollywood and the people who make these movies, Universal Studios, are actually tipping their hat to modern paleontology, and they're now creating the newest dinosaurs to look more like than the actual species were originally on Earth. Now, that's fine. It, their job is to is to make a movie that is exciting and interesting that will make people go and see the movie. And that's what they're doing. It's okay that they get some facts things wrong. It's what Hollywood does. They take a story and they add to it to make it more exciting. So the next scene we cut to is a short clip of Dr. Malcolm and Dr. Wu. And they're discussing the role of humans in nature and basically pointing out that we don't have dominion over nature. Nature controls us. And that's the whole point of that, and that's not what the whole movie is around. Dominion actually stands for control over something. Now we switch to a chase scene, and it's showing a group of Atrociraptors. Again, new dinosaurs, very similar to Velociraptors, or the, the Hollywood version, but bigger and meaner. It seems that these animals are meaner. We're now getting a a very short glimpse of what would appear to be some kind of base. Now, we're not given any evidence or any information about this base, but we're kind of guessing maybe it's where the new dinosaurs are being constructed. Could it be a base for one of these scientific companies that is working on the DNA and reintroducing all these dinosaurs? These are brand new dinosaurs we haven't seen, so they're coming from somewhere. Now we're getting our first glimpse of what we believe is the Pyroraptor. Now, this is another feathered dinosaur, and it looks absolutely terrifying. And it's closing in on Owen and a brand new character, possibly in the base that we were just looking at, just talking about. This Pyroraptor, it's an absolutely terrifying version of a dinosaur. It's feathered, and it's really, really exciting to see. So we go on to the next scene, and this is the one that holds the most questions for me. We see Ellie and and two children and the children are running away from a barn and behind them it, it appears there's a swarm of something that appears maybe to be chasing them or it's been stirred up by something. Now the question is, what are these things? Thousands of them, a swarm of something. Is it maybe some form of prehistoric bird or a large locust or insect maybe? These are questions we don't know. And we know that the insects in the Jurassic and Cretaceous periods, they grew to large sizes. So is it possible this is what they're running from? Whatever it is, it looks like real trouble. We now cut back to the raptor chase. And Owen, who's riding his motorcycle through a town, and these... Uh, these raptors are chasing him as hard and biting him it's a very very exciting scene really really good now as he turns into the main square we now come across what appears to be an allosaurus and maybe a carnotaurus both in the main square what's brought him there we don't know he's running from the uh from the raptors and trying to get away from them we now cut to a new scene, and this is a scene of them in an old propeller-driven plane. Um, as they're flying along, you can see they're very nervous, the three of them that are in there. And Owen looks up, and it, it appears, or what it is, a quazacalus, actually lands on the plane and starts attacking the plane you see its claws come through the windscreen and its cl- and its bill goes into the actual uh, cockpit of the plane there so a really exciting scene there a quatsico first time we've seen it in a movie apart from obviously the prequel um, and it looks like that thing's attacking the plane now there's a short clips as well we see what looks like a pteranodon flying towards the plane as well so these are flying reptiles flying animals from the Uh, jurassic and cretaceous period that are chasing after this plane for some reason we now go to a very short clip of what appears to be blue's baby Uh, it's sniffing some food that looks like it's been used as bait in a snare trap and within a couple of seconds there's some kind of explosion or or what i guess is a net going up in the air um, and capturing blue's baby who set the trap we don't know, uh, and that's a good part of the story—a good leading question. So, uh, and and we see a scene of Blue looking up in the air, probably at a baby that's stuck up in the air. We now cut to a big dino. Probably the Giganotosaurus. Um, and it looks like it's trying to bite. It's attacking Maisie. Now Maisie's the little girl from the last movie who we now know was cloned from a human being and they're basically trying to clone a human. This little girl, she it looks like she's on a ladder um, and the Giganotosaurus has attempted to bite her with a side mouth bite um, but it looks like the ladder has protected her because he can't close his mouth around the metal ma- hammer, uh, metal ladder. We then return to the uh, uh, fan favourite. We've got a fan favourite now. Uh, it's the return of the Dilophosaurus. Yes, the Dilophosaurus from the original Jurassic movie that we haven't seen for so long. He's back. And we see him with this frill sticking out. Now, we know Dilophosaurus probably didn't have that frill. But as we said earlier, it is a movie. It is Hollywood. It's what they do. They are there to attract new people. Uh, watchers and to make people watch movies and to me, I don't really care it's a great dinosaur and I'm happy to see the Dilophosaurus back again We cut down to a new scene and this is the scene that everyone's been wanting. It's that all the main characters from all the movies are stood there and what appears to be an upturned vehicle. And in the background, it looks like there's lots of flames and fire. So I don't know what's going on, but there's been a huge kind of explosion and damage. And as they're standing there, we hear a new or a huge dinosaur coming towards them. And as we see it come through the woods, it appears it's a Giganotosaurus as he emerges between the trees. Great scene there, a throwback to the early movies, and a really, really exciting time. Now, we know the movie is coming out on June 10th, um, and it's being billed as as the end of the Jurassic period, or the Jurassic movies. Now, that leaves me to guess, okay? So... Are the next movies going to be called the Cretaceous movies? I mean, that'll be a natural lead on. You know, they're saying this is the end of the Jurassic movies. Could it be the next movies of the Cretaceous movies? Or perhaps they'll do a prequel. You know, perhaps they'll go before the, the Jurassic time. Just a thought there. Anyway... I can't wait till June the 10th. I can't wait for this movie. This prequel is absolutely stunning. If you haven't seen it, make sure that you go to YouTube, type in um, Jurassic World Dominion. I'm sure it will come up there. It is on there. It's not pirated or anything. It's a proper one released by Universal. Watch um, Watch the preview. It's a fantastic, fantastic prequel to the movie. And I can't wait. How about you? So that's it. That's my rundown of the Jurassic World Dominion trailer. I think it's exciting. I hope you've seen it. Listen, if you haven't seen it, you can find it. Go to our Facebook group, The Dinosaur Experience for Kids. You should be on there anyway. Please make sure you subscribe and join that. That's where we have all the fun. And in fact, let's have a little look on there now and see who's been posting. So we came across this recording and just listen to this little girl. Her name is Emma. Believe it or not, Emma is only four years old. And listen to her knowledge about dinosaurs. It's just absolutely incredible. Her mum's flicking through a book and she knows every single one of those names. That's just amazing. Emma, you should be very proud of yourself. I know your mum's very proud of you and I am too. So Emma, well done on your knowledge. You're a great, great paleontologist. Sounds like Nash is getting a bit hungry, so we'd better wrap up, guys, before he gets a bit mischievous. But don't forget, you can always find us. Look for The Dinosaur Experience. Look for us on Facebook. Join our Facebook group, The Dinosaur Experience for Kids. You can find our website, thedinosaurexperience.com. We're on YouTube we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram we are everywhere so come and find us and until next time goodbye from me Ranger Martin be good